0: It. you're not the same as anyone here but we can take it we're short a brown around and we're queer i've got a feeling we are onto something here
3: live from king's place in london the spontaneity shop presents global pillage the comedy panel show starring you the hive mind of the audience
0: And if you're worried, the trouble might be coming your way. In it together, I think that's what I heard the man say. I've got a feeling you're gonna be okay.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> Mark Hot on keys, everybody! <laughs> I'm Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we ransack the world for all the curious customs and linguistic quirks we can find. This is the show in which we discover what unites us as a species and turns it into a ruthlessly competitive trivia contest. <laughs> Please welcome the most ruthlessly competitive people we could find, comedians! <laughs> On my left, playing for Congratulations, Felicity Ward, Sarah Bonetto, and Cal Wilson. Hello. <laughs> Woo. And on my right, playing for Ravery, Avery Edison and Rose Matafeo. Oh, cool. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, first of all, Cal Wilson, what makes you diverse?
2: Um, I am a woman, I am from New Zealand and I am allergic to bees and wine. <gasps> so I can never go to a bees 21st.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> That'd be so cute though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know they're 21 so they are probably be rowdy. Aww. yeah, and they
4: wouldn't yeah. want to talk to me on my Mum's wild. showing the pictures of me as a larvae. <laughs> <laughs> is
3: that what they are? Larvaes? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, do you know yeah, what yeah, I know? So do you know what TV show I want to see now? Love Island. <sighs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, they would just be like maggots making
4: out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not dissimilar <laughs> from the original, then <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs>
5: uh,
4: Sarah Bonetto, what makes you diverse? I also am a lady on a panel show. Isn't that nice? I am an Australian living in London, which is quite fun, getting to know the London way. I've been here for years and years, but it's still startling. Just not supposed to
3: talk to each other on public transport. I get it. I like it.
4: I like knowing that if I was on fire, none of you would put me out. (laughs)
3: So uh, why are you called Congratulations Felicity Ward? Uh,
2: because Felicity Ward, another wonderful Australian who lives in yes. London, has just got married, and which is why I'm in the country. So we thought
3: we might just say congratulations, Felicity Ward. Oh, congratulations, Felicity Ward. She married a wonderful man yesterday. We're all very delighted for her. She's done this show a number of times. Ravery, uh, this is Rose <laughs> Matafea and Avery Edison. First of all, why are you called Ravery?
1: Because we could not think of a cooler name
6: yeah, at very short notice. We're not very imaginative, but we do know how portmanteaus work. Right, yeah.
3: so Rose and Avery, ravery. But I no. thought it was like a combination of raving and bravery. Turning up to a rave bravely on your own and making it work. I don't think I'd ever do that, though. Avery, would you
6: do that? I've done lots of going to a gay bar, standing by myself in a corner with a Coke for ten minutes, and then leaving to go home and cry. Is that the same? And that's
1: ravery, baby. And that's bravery. Okay, go to
6: a gay bar, stand with a coke in the corner and cry. Those are our values. Don't cry at the club. The other ladies don't like it as much as you would think. Right. Got it. It's not mm-hmm. really the vibe. Yeah.
3: Got it. Avery Edison, how are you, diverse?
6: Uh, I am a transgender woman, so if I'm angry and a man asks me if I'm on my period, I get to be double offended. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And while this is an all-woman panel, I am diverse in that I'm pretty sure I'm the only one here with testicles. (laughs) So, odd one out, odd two out. (laughs) We should have
1: had
3: Yeah, yeah. And Rose Matafeo, how are you diverse? Well, I'm
1: from New Zealand. I'm quarter Scottish, quarter Dalmatian and half Samoan. Don't, don't. Hey, I'm Dalmatian from Dalma, Dalmatian. Do you have a
2: hundred other brothers and sisters? No, okay.
1: This happens every time. Aww. This is an, no, this is supposed to be an accepting global podcast and I get made fun of of my cultural identity every episode. She's so I'm going to take this to a
6: tribunal of some sort, all She's right? She's so cute. No. Can Disney I, should make a cartoon of Rose Matafeo. So all right, can I do a... I'm not going to do a hacky, like, 101... Okay. When a building's on fire, do you run into it? Dalmatian <laughs> dogs, firemen have Dalmatian dogs. Fire... Excuse me, it. can I just
3: say, Sorry, firefighters, let's not be sexist and assume all firefighters and firemen. All right, Love Island.
1: <laughs> Which means that, like, I'm quite ethnically ambiguous-looking, So, but brown enough to not, like, be able to, like, audition for Downton Abbey... Um, but, like, I could just be, like, a weird, you know, like a Game of Thrones kind of vague ethnic. You know what I mean? You know, like, put me in a boob tube and I'm like, I'm there. I'm in the desert doing stuff. Keisha Castle-Hughes was actually in Game of Thrones. I used to get mistaken for her a lot in my youth. When I was 13, a woman hugged me in a bookshop and was like, you were so amazing in Whale Rider. For, for oh! That. No, like, yeah, and I was like, thank you. Uh, <laughs> just accepted it at the end, so, yeah. I wonder if that
2: happens to whales as well, like, just other... <laughs>
3: I'm Deborah francis White and I'm diverse because I am a left handed former Jehovah's Witness Australian British person. Damn. Um, making sure that every box is ticked, including the one marked Token and White Straight Male, please welcome in Peddens Corner Ned Sedgwick.
7: Hello. <laughs> Hi.
3: And Give us a song. You're the piano man. Give us a song tonight. We're all in the mood for a memory and you've got us feeling all right. It's Mark Hodge. (laughs) Ned Sedgwick, have you had any global conversations?
7: Actually, the whole Dalmatian thing made me quite interested because I'm not entirely sure that people have identified as Dalmatians since the 1890s. Yeah, so Um, when
1: Serbians, Croatians and Dalmatians... All um, immigrated to New Zealand. They were all like kind of fighting a bit. They're just all a bit of a bit. barking and bit. scratching. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, no. But they were like, so to bring them together as a community, oh, when it nice. first moved over, they just kind of decided to all call all of us Dalmatians. Yeah, so that's kind of Croatian, Serbian, and Dalmatian. That is
6: a fantastic. How, thing. how wonderful that yeah. Ned is here to attempt to mansplain Rose's ethnicity to me. <laughs> I I wanted to get to the bottom
7: of something, and I did, and diversity was the answer. Mm -hmm. Well done. But I had another conversation. Oh, yes. Yes. It starts with an apology. I said in a previous episode that Brazil was named after the Brazil nut. Luisa (laughs) Barbosa messaged me saying Brazil wasn't named after the Brazil nut. It was actually named after the Brazil tree. I apologised to her, and she said... No, it was refreshing. Brazil was not linked to crime or naked
6: ladies. It was actually named after Terry Gilliam's film, <laughs> Brazil. <presumably. laughs> so a bit of a mix-up there again. On every episode of
3: Global Pillage, <laughs> Mark Hodge creates a special theme tune by adapting a folk song from another culture in a loving display of Korean imperialism.
7: Mark. So we're going to Mexico, <laughs> and I've borrowed this song called La Bruja. La Bruja, anyone? Any linguists? The Witch, exactly, yeah. So the Witch in this traditional myth is a lady who flies around turns into different kinds of animals seduces men and takes them home and um, sucks their blood this
3: hashtag this... feminism
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no
3: that's
0: okay <laughs> <laughs>
7: what we're all going to do is sing
0: what are the scores please ned sedgwick everybody go what are the scores
6: please ned sedgwick
0: and that's our jingle well done
3: (laughs) first up is our themed round and this week we'll be asking questions on the subject of twitter Please answer in less than 140 characters. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. In Russia, what indicates even greater happiness than a smiley face? Ravery?
6: I just want to say that usually when I don't know the answer to a question, I do some sort of cheeky, like, meta thing. Like, I pretend I don't know the rules or, or I make up a different question that I'm answering. I just want to say that this time I'm going to do it right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That is our answer.
3: <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. So
4: oh,
6: yeah. Oh, damn
4: it. yeah.
3: Right hive mind. Uh, LAUGHTER does anyone have an answer? In Russia, what indicates even greater happiness than a smiley? Uh, Is it the blushing emoji? Are we talking about things on Twitter? Yes, yeah. so
4: we're talking about Okay, so, so Russian, let's just say the blushing emoji. The blushing emoji. It's much happier than the smiling emoji. Okay, all right.
1: A retweet from a, a, a Russian bot account? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> whistling? Is whistling a it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twitter? Bird?
6: Whistle? Sorry, I'd just like to stop Rose from talking. We're so, we're <laughs> thank
1: you very
5: much.
3: Avery, thank you, that is our answer.
1: Okay. That's ravery, baby. Yeah,
2: that's
3: ravery, baby. Okay. Over here, blushing emoji. Callie, you're going to back your teammate on that or do you have something I else? it might have been dancing lady. Or dancing red dress lady. Yeah, dancing red dress yeah, lady. That's, oh, yeah.
2: Dancing red dress lady. Two emojis. It's dancing yeah. red dress lady and she's blushing.
3: All right. Okay. In Russia, hive mind, what indicates even greater happiness than a smiley? Vladimir Putin falling off a horse. Bottle of vodka emoji. Upside down smiley. Upside down oh. Smiley. Oh, I right to I
1: right
3: to What was that? Double mouth. Double mouth. Okay. <laughs> I stand by double mouth answer. Okay, if you think it's Vladimir Putin falling off a horse, buzz now. If you think it's a bottle of vodka, buzz now. If you think it's an upside-down smiley, buzz now. If you think it's lots of smileys, buzz now. And if you think it's a double-mouth, buzz now. <laughs> That's <is> very upsetting. <sighs> what you right? backed the wrong horse. I've it was a double-mouth. <gasps> is it yes. really? Right? Yes. It's a smiley made with two brackets. With every bracket you add, you indicate greater happiness. Oh. oh. Yes. Is that Loads what you meant that. by lots of smileys? But they buzzed for upside-down smiley, so we cannot give it to them.
7: Apparently, I read this on the internet, but I've not seen it myself. This is actually kind of all across Eastern Europe. People from Romania as well do this. They could go using the colon, and they just have the brackets at the end of a sentence. So you just go straight as punctuation, no colon, no full stop, just some brackets to say... That's I'm pretty happy with that.
3: Oh, just the mouth.
4: I see. That, that makes it. me very uncomfortable as an English graduate. I need an open bracket to use that closed bracket. I can't. Yeah, and do also it.
1: imagine someone smiling with no eyes or nose. Yeah. That's, that's the more terrifying
7: it's thing. It's the cat in um, Alice in Wonderland, isn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah, the Cheshire cat. All that thing
2: from Pan's Labyrinth that has its eyes in its yeah. hands. But
3: that's not quite as happy. Who is the most influential person on Twitter, according to the website Twiplomacy, with over 30 million followers across 10 language specific accounts uh ravery
6: oh god you'd think i know this because i've got nearly thirty thousand followers and i'm verified oh, <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> oh have you got the big blue tick avery i got a big blue tick it's yeah. impressive i uh, wrote to them and told them that as a transgender woman i am often a target for harassment and imitation so i need it and they gave it to me that's, that's... how you get one folks just transition <laughs> <laughs>
3: is there an answer anywhere in that humble brag
6: don't know if I was humble about it
1: <laughs> <laughs> is, is it something like um, Disney or like a company I don't know Epcot is it Obama
3: <laughs> Epcot or Obama okay congratulations Felicity Ward do you have an answer I wanted to
2: say Obama I wanted to say J.K. Rowling just because I'm rereading Harry Potter and she's very
3: good um, but like it'll be someone like Katy Perry or something. Okay, the most influential Wait. person on Twitter with over 30 million followers, Justin Pennington. Oh, it's the it? oh, cute
1: um, nature pics. <laughs> <laughs> I follow cute nature, nature pics. pics. See, oh I'm my going gosh. to nature throw picture. to the
3: hive mind who? The Pope? The Pope? Pontifex. Any other guesses from the hive mind? Ellen <laughs> Ellen? Uh-huh. Damn, that's good. The Pope's natural enemy. In the wild. I mean, not in civilization, of course. They get on really well.
6: Oh, you mean now the lesbians have been domesticated? Oh, Deborah.
3: <laughs> no, I mean now the Pope's been domesticated.
4: Yeah. I, uh,
6: I like really, to get I rescue he- lesbians. It's just more ethical. I hear the Pope doesn't even shit in the woods anymore. <laughs> Anything else? Beyonce. 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 All
3: right, if you think it's Beyonce, Buzz Now. If you think it's Ellen, Buzz Now. If you think it's the Pope, Buzz Now. <laughs> You are correct, it's the Pope! Ah. Whoa! But Pope his, Francis! This is mostly just selfies. It's just like him with famous
4: people like
2: you know, duck face.
4: <laughs> and brunch photos. <laughs> mm. Wafers.
3: P.S. <laughs> yes, as a Catholic, I can make that joke. What is unusual about the Prime Minister of Turkey's Twitter account? Congratulations for the City Board. It's an actual turkey that tweets. <laughs> it's an actual turkey? Yeah. Okay, tweeting on behalf of Turkey. <laughs> Ravery. It's not verified. Doesn't have the big blue Doesn't tick, the big blue unlike tech, Avery Anderson. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Are you sticking with your answers tough. in that case? Hive mind. Not in English. It's not in English. Not. Every Twitter account is in English, and it is the account for Turkey. And it's not in Turkish.
6: <laughs> is it in Esperanto, the language of the future? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's not in
3: English or Turkish. Anything else? You What's unusual about the... You haven't ruled out
6: Esperanto. Though?
3: I haven't ruled out Esperanto. Yeah. <laughs> the Prime Minister of Turkey's Twitter account, what is unusual, Hivemind? Run by somebody outside Turkey. Run by someone outside Ooh. Turkey? He hashtags every word.
2: or he's got confused and he's just using it as a search engine so it's just like search terms oh
3: like Ed Balls
6: you know that yeah that time Ed Balls
3: searched himself
6: is it actually a proxy Twitter account for Pakistan that's a really good joke (laughs) Just so you know, if you know about politics. (laughs) It's good. I think you almost started saying that's a
1: really
3: good joke before you even finished the joke.
0: (laughs) That was the problem.
1: (laughs) I always feel
3: one should let audiences be the judge of what really good jokes are, but that's just me. They often get things wrong, it turns out. Yeah, true. All right, so hive mind. Is it because it's not in English or Turkish, buzz now? Is it because somebody runs it outside Turkey? In fact... The Prime Minister banned Twitter from Turkey in March 2014, but still has his own account.
5: <laughs> and he's and he
7: is prolific on it as well. Oh, what really? a yeah, bastard. Yeah, all, it's the same in Iran. Lots of these countries that ban Twitter are like, well, we know everyone's just going to go on Twitter, so we may as well just crack on. The only G20 leader without Twitter, and I think social media presence in general, is Angela Merkel,
6: which is oh. a plastic Classic Merkel. Angela
7: yeah.
3: And it's the end of the round.
7: What are the scores,
3: please, let's
7: Congratulations, Felicity Ward and Ravery are currently tied in second place with no points,
0: <laughs> and the Hive Mind is
7: storming ahead with ten points.
2: Yeah! This is the first panel show I've ever done losing to the
7: audience.
3: Like it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's humbling, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. round is everyone's favourite round. Idioms. What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English, fingers on buzzers? In Mexico, what would somebody be referring to if they talked about a coconut burner? Congratulations, Felicity Ward.
2: I love that we've called ourselves that because it sounds like you're saying nice things to us before we've even seen you like, congratulations, (laughs) it's you. Um, A coconut burner is someone who stays up all night and has run out of electricity because they've kept the lights on for so long and they have to burn coconut oil for
3: fuel. So someone who stays up all night, Ravery.
1: Is it someone who is trying to um, deal drugs but on a coconut phone? Uh, <laughs> and they have to get it, like, get rid of it, so like, it's a coconut burner phone.
4: <laughs> so they have to throw it away. <laughs> is it one of the ones with like a piece of string joining yeah. two cutouts? And, yeah.
1: so, and then the fuzz are on to like, oh shit, and then you throw it into the seat. So it's I think very, that's a pretty good answer. And you it's can basically see the drug dealer drug, on the other end. It's basically
3: a very broke drug dealer no, because who can only talk to one client. No, 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 no. burner phones are because
1: you watch The Wire, you know what a burner phone is. And I you, do, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got to get rid of that stuff. So yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so could you use... Could I've could never you... felt more stupid in my entire life, but I think that's
3: quite...
6: But also very
3: creative.
6: Is it someone who's trying to do something in the most pointlessly difficult way possible. (laughs) Like, you're trying to get... To the milk inside the coconut, so you're trying to burn through it, and like you're going to think you're doing well at first because that hair's all going to catch on fire. Mm, yeah. Then you're going to get to that hard rind, and it's just not right. So going go
3: about through. something the long way, a bit like the way you've all answered this question. My that's mum would.
6: My mum would say doing something cack handedly. I don't know if that's mm. offensive. that feels mm. like it should be offensive because my because <laughs> my mum said it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But,
6: yeah. Hive mind <laughs>
3: What is a coconut burner in Mexico? Hmm. A, really difficult riddle. a difficult
6: riddle. Oh, the coconut is the person's brain in that instance. Mm-hmm. Like you're really going to burn your coconut thinking about this one. What
2: is it, is it, can I make another go? Can I pretend to be in the audience? Shall I do a different voice? Um, oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> hello. Um,
4: uh, hello, New Zealand lady over there. Shout out.
3: Is it a really shitty car? Okay. Like it burns coconut oh. oil? Okay, hive mind. Do you want that answer on your roster? yes they are apparently happy to have that okay a difficult riddle a bad car a professional body hair waxer a professional (laughs) body hair waxer
4: is it a really hot day on a nudist beach (laughs) saw a real coconut burner out there today it's 40 degrees
3: (laughs) a hot day on a nudist beach okay do you want that one hive mind on your roster Yes.
4: Or we could have it on ours. Congratulations. no, no, the no city it's, They've
3: already started answering. Anything else? All right. Buzz now if you think it's a difficult riddle. Uh, is it a bad car? Buzz now. Oh. Professional. Not even the person who said that buzzed for that. Buzz. Abandoned it. You ghosted your own idea. <laughs> a professional body hair waxer. A hot day on a nudist beach. (laughs) You've gone for that. There's a spirit of a number of your answers in this answer. It's a sunroof on a car. So it burns your coconut. You pull it back. I don't know. Does a hot day on a nudist beach warrant half a point? Plus a shitty car. For both teams?
7: No, it's the wrong answer.
3: Right. (laughs) No, fair enough. Fair enough. We would have got there if you'd given us another couple of months. Yeah. In Iran, if you say there was one and there wasn't one, what are you beginning
1: a really um, badly translated version of uh, Tale of Two Cities.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Is it the story of democracy pre and post-1957? Because the US intervened. That's
1: ravery, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
6: I'm not going to do any any funny answers. (laughs) Is
2: it
3: it the traditional start? Is it like Once Upon a Time? Okay, Once Upon a
2: Time. fairy tale.
3: Hive Mind. There was one and there wasn't one. What are you beginning beginning of a joke beginning easy, of a calm, joke easy, easy come easy go anything else have mind
6: it's how they start questions in their version of global pillage
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right so hive mind if it's how they start a joke buzz now if it's how they start questions on global pillage buzz now <laughs> in fact congratulations Felicity Ward had it once upon a time it's how you start the story for children ah. No. <laughs> Congratulations, congratulations, Felicity Ward. (laughs) She's on the board,
4: Felicity Ward.
3: In Ukraine, they say, I'm sitting on your neck. What does that mean? I'm sitting on your neck. I'm pressuring you. I'm putting pressure on you to
2: do the thing I want you to do. I've got you in a headlock, but with my butt.
3: (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm It's quite literal. It's they're a, very literal people. It's a butt lock. Okay. Yeah. Like um, in
1: GoldenEye when Natalia around James Bond's neck. <gasps>
3: yes, that was good, wasn't iconic.
6: it? Yeah. Iconic, that was iconic. Iconic cinematic. With the logo.
3: thighs. She's a thigh Ooh, yeah. squeezer. A yeah. bit of an yeah.
6: awakening. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of awakenings happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: So in Ukraine, they say I'm sitting on your neck, hive mind. What do they mean? Looking over your shoulder. I'm looking, mm. ah, looking over your shoulder, spying on you. Maybe it's just the tube is really full. <laughs> the tube is really full. Mm. Oh. It means I'm not doing anything and you're doing the work for me. I'm not doing anything and you're doing the work for me. Yeah. Is it? There's been yep.
6: a mix-up with the sunroof?
3: Um, <laughs> 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 All right. Anything else I have in mind? Weighed down by a problem. Weighed down by a problem. Okay, so if you think someone's looking over your shoulder, buzz now. If you think it's the tube's too full, buzz now. <laughs> You're doing all the work for me, Buzz now. Or you're weighed down by a problem, Buzz now. In fact, it means I'm supporting you financially.
7: Well, I think that's right. I think what, the... You're doing
3: all the work for me? I
6: know, yeah, are, I think that's... They pretty close. They're pretty it's close. They're right,
7: right on top of them.
3: I'm supporting you financially. I think
7: I'm going to give it to them. It's well,
3: the they opposite, said... Ned. I'm supporting you financially. You're doing all the work. No, I'm it's doing all the work spiri- <laughs> if I'm supporting you financially. <laughs> no,
7: I mean, that is what is happening. You are supporting me financially in real life. <laughs> but <laughs> that is irrelevant to the say. answer.
3: All right. And it's the end of the round.
7: Just never going to forget that, anyway. <laughs> Ravery are uh, keeping it steady with no points in third place. Congratulations, Felicity Ward, now have 10 points in second place. And the Hive Mind have a controversial 20 points in first place.
3: <laughs> round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their cultural or family background. Or if they haven't, they've got 15 seconds to come up with one. So, Ravery, do you have a question for congratulations Felicity Ward? Yes, so New Zealand
1: is obviously a uh, melting pot of cultures, especially Pacific ones. I'm Samoan myself. It was Tongan Language Week last week, so my question to you guys is <sighs> what are Otai and Whakakai? <laughs> I reckon... <laughs> I reckon
2: Kai has got something to do with food because kai is the Maori word for food and I'm guessing maybe there's a relationship.
1: Yeah, they're both food. Mm. They're both food. Ooh. So,
2: Is it, is it bangers the, and mash?
1: <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> is it something to do with taro?
1: Taro? Mm, no.
2: It's food, I reckon one of it's seafood and one of it's a root vegetable.
1: No. They're both sweet things. Otai is a watermelon drink ah. with like coconut and pineapple juice and coconut milk and fakakai mm. is a sweet dumpling that's kind of covered in... um. Oh, it's, What would it be really... Similar to like golden dumplings or like, that's what I love because every culture has a version of dumplings. Yes. thing. thing. <laughs> Dodd- <human. laughs> yeah. Yes. So sweet caramel dumplings. Oh, God. So, yeah. mm,
7: so hungry. But food
1: is pretty close. I feel like,
3: you know. Okay. Other, like, Ned they Sedgwick, they said together. food. Oh, is that enough for half a point?
7: Yeah, it certainly is. Gosh.
3: Okay, great. Yeah. All right. So congratulations, for the Or Do you have a question
2: for the Do hive I've mind? I have a question for you, guys as well. Could we save time by calling Ned Sedgwick Nedgwick?
1: Yep, we could, certainly, if that's the request
2: coming down.
7: Well, I do prefer Nedgend, but that is Uh. a big, And
1: not when your team name is eight syllables. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're
4: asking the wrong thing. Also you don't get to bestow yourself with a name like Nedgend. That's from other people. And you'll notice that it hasn't happened yet. I
7: think you're fine. (laughs) Sorry,
4: (laughs) Nedgwick. Love you, love you, love you. (laughs) Congratulations, Felicity Ward. Do you have a question for the hive mind?
2: If you are a box of fluffies, what are you? If you're a box of fluffies or a
4: box of Where fluffy, Where is this ducks from? This is from, New from,
2: Zealand. New Zealand. from New Zealand. So from if, uh, if you say, I'm a box of fluffies or I'm a
3: box of fluffy ducks, what are you? Oh, Thick. So you're not clever. Okay. Anything else? Can't make, Can't make your mind up. So you're like a box of ducklings. You're going in different directions. Nervous? Nervous. Anything else? Can't concentrate. Okay. One more. Overprotective. Overprotective. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so don't tell us which one, just tell us if one of those is correct. Now, you, I think you said something in the yeah, No, 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 is one
2: of those correct oh, or not? No, not? Not the ones that you've written down. but I think... Just let us have the points. Oh, oh my God. Okay, oh my okay. God. okay.
4: I
3: was just oh my God. Be Did someone say something that has not been written down by me? I said happy? Happy? <laughs> happy. It's not close enough, Gal. It's not close enough. Is one of those correct now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so hive <high> mind, <laughs> shout out the one you think it is. <laughs> oh, I don't, oh, listen! They were unanimous. Does it
2: yeah, so mean happy? So it means I'm great. Here I am. A box of fluffy ducks. Oh, that's lovely
3: and well done, Hive Mind for scoring. Yeah. I hate this unifying podcast. <laughs> and Hive Mind, do you have a question for Ravery? Oh yes, there's someone there from <laughs> Ireland. What's your name, sir? John. John from Ireland. What is your question for Ravery, please?
2: If someone's been read over,
3: what does it mean? If someone's been read over. And is that R E A D or yeah, R E D? R E A D. Red over R E A D over. What does it mean? If you're an island and someone says you've been red uh, over,
6: you've been found out, mate. Yeah,
3: someone's got your number. Yeah. Or your newspaper.
1: Found, found yeah. out. Uh, this is
3: not your question. It's It's listening. Or a bird penguin. Um, <laughs> no. <I> found. <laughs> found uh, out. Oh, someone's got your number, or found out. Yeah. Red, red over. over.
1: You've been. Yeah, because the way you said it, you're like you've been red over, mate.
3: Are yeah. you red over because you left the sunroof open? <laughs> hey. Are they close? Are they warm? Nowhere near. They're nowhere Whoa. near. You've <laughs> you, got one um, more shot.
1: Okay, you've been read over. You've been oh, had, um, you've been you've been done up. You've been made over. You've been
3: uh, you've had a makeover. Had a makeover. Yeah. Is it a makeover? No. Is it that famous yeah. Irish makeover? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. Oh, you've you read so. over.
6: You're no. the Bible. You're the Bible. Getting close. <laughs> close. No. Getting close. Oh, 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 really? close. You're the Bible. You're That's Bible. close. That's you're, close. You're, one more chance. It's. It's an ecumenical matter. <laughs> it's
3: an ecumenical matter. Very close. Is it? What does it mean, John? Exercised. Oh. 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 Well, okay, they were never going to get that. No. I, I think I, that's fair. I, it just I, I doesn't just say come
4: that is... up that often outside Catholic countries. I think, I'm...
7: I'm very pleased about that. I mean, that was quite obscure because I lived with said Irish gentleman for 20 years and I've never heard that phrase.
4: Is that your dad,
1: in fact?
2: It not? is my
7: dad. Right,
1: Yeah. Okay, just Aww. to be clear. You know, it would also amazing. be the most amazing makeover show as well. Be like,
3: you'll be an <laughs> exercise! <or so!" laughs> <laughs> <be> incredible! <laughs> and, it's and it's the end of the round. What are the scores, these Ned Sedgwick? What are the scores,
7: these Ned Sedgwick?
4: Nedwick.
7: <laughs> Thanks really sir.
4: Negin Clunk Nut. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Ravery, uh, currently third place with a subtle no points. Congratulations Felicity Ward are in second place with fifteen points. Mm-hmm. And the Hive Mind are winning with thirty points.
3: Whoa. <laughs> Hive Mind are smashing it. Next up is the game-changer round. This is the round in which we ask a question about people who scored a point for the little guy, but who were then reminded that the phrase little guy is not gender-inclusive language. <laughs> There's only one question in this round, but it is worth double points. So if you're the losing team, this is your chance to start a magnificent comeback. I'm looking at you, ravery. And if you're in the lead, this is your chance to pull the ladder up and make it impossible for anyone to beat you in the final round like the patriarchy you always do. I'm looking at you, hive mind. In East Germany, what did a train... A Playboy Club membership card and a chicken coop all have in common? Uh, well, congratulations, Felicity Ward.
4: They get you a wife. <laughs> they could get you a oh, wife? I'm always
2: looking for a chicken coop. Do they all allow someone to escape over the wall? Playboy membership card.
3: Or cool. escape from the country rather than okay. like could would be hard East to do a What did coop. A, train, a Playboy Club membership card and a chicken coop all have in common?
1: Gloria Steinman infiltrated all of them undercover in the 1960s.
6: <laughs> is it just that you couldn't have any of them? Like there just weren't any.
3: There weren't any of those there were no things? Trains, trains Playboy when, Club cards or you membership know when they, they, know
6: when they say, Oh yeah. at least you made the trains run on time, that's because there were no trains. That's <laughs> right.
3: Okay, all right. Hive mind. In East Germany, what did a train, a Playboy Club membership card and a chicken coop all have in common? Women used as bribes? They were used as bribes. They uh, were terrible idea to keep in your house? I heard someone say women women couldn't have them. Women couldn't have them or access them and I heard what was the other one? They were hard to keep in your house.
6: West Germany, all the women have Playboy Club membership cards
3: and chicken coops. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you think it's a bribe, Buzznow, women couldn't have them, Buzznow. Hard to keep in your house, Buzznow. In fact, they were all used to get through the Berlin Wall. Um, so Cal Wilson was correct. On congratulations, Felicity Ward, and I would have also accepted points for bribes. I think.
7: Yeah, I, uh, But I, I, you've I not wouldn't...
3: one single solitary hive mind member backed it, including the person who said it. (laughs) Ned Sedgwick, please explain
7: more. Deborah, I probably wouldn't have accepted it because they weren't used as bribes. Oh, I'm Um, sorry, I've
3: taken
4: (laughs) back.
7: Here's a train, can I? (laughs) (laughs) Or like, I'm carrying a gargantuan chicken chicken coop. No, um, there was a train (laughs) track that went through the wall and one of the train drivers got all of his family on and instead of stopping at the last stop, he just went full speed and smashed through the wall. The Playboy Club membership cards looked exactly like diplomatic passes. So they just were like, yeah, I'm a diplomat. Um, i a hot, sexy
2: diplomat.
7: <laughs> and a bunch of OAPs dug through a chicken coop, uh, made a tunnel under the wall and over to the west. But it took them a month longer than initially it should have because they wanted it to be tall enough that they could all walk through standing at their full height. Oh, my God. They said they wanted them and their wives to be able to walk through Standing oh. Tall.
3: Oh, oh,
4: that's
7: the question, beautiful.
4: Did the chickens get to go? And did they get to go when the tunnel was their height?
7: I uh, know you're a vegetarian, so I don't want to tell you what happened to the chickens. Oh, oh. no.
3: Okay, so congratulations, Felicity Ward uh, has scored. It was ways to get through the Berlin Wall. Like um, <laughs> did you just say just like Felicity herself? Was that a reference? Presumably. Well, yeah, yeah,
6: she got married. Yeah. Now she can do it. Okay. Yes! We need Are to get listening? her on and ask her. Felicity, if you're listening, and I know you will be, because
3: we'll tell you this team is called Congratulations to Felicity Ward, we hope you score on your honeymoon. That's what we're saying. And then maybe we're you can thoughts. tell us what sex is like. Oh. Sarah, Bonetto, I know that your mother's in the audience tonight, but I really don't think she's going to be fooled by that. I have never round. had sex. What do you mean, Deborah? The final round is our quickfire round. Hive mind, if you know the answer, shout buzz, and then shout the answer as loud as you can. Fingers on buzzers and time starts now. Last one... Enough and no more are names traditionally given to what in Albania? Children. Yes, be more specific. The last child, like the third child. No, in fact it's daughters. Girls, girls, yes, yes, Yes. it is daughters. What is the second most used messaging app in the world with 700 million users? Line? No, WeChat. Finish this Chinese proverb. A young doctor makes what? A marvellous lover.
6: (laughs) A busy funeral director?
3: Yes, a full graveyard. Yes! Oh, yes.
6: yes. Oh, no, no. Wow!
7: Yes! Whoa! whoa. Wow. That is bravery,
3: baby! That's bravery, baby! <laughs> oh my god. If oh my you're god. from Western Australia, you would be described as a sand what?
6: Who cares? We already got a point. Yeah. We're done. Hey. Yes. The end.
3: A sand? Groper. Correct! A sand groper. If someone in Scotland were to offer you Cullen Skink, what would it be? Soup, correct? Hive Mind. Finish this American joke. If con is the opposite of pro, what's the opposite of Congress?
6: Progress.
3: Yes! <laughs> Progress. Which country <laughs> drinks the most beer per capita? Czech <laughs> Republic. Correct. Czech Republic. Well done, Hive Mind. <laughs> yeah. Why is the Republic of China not recognized by the UN? Taiwan. Because it is what we know as Taiwan. It <gasps> claims to be the legitimate government of China. And it's the end of the show. <laughs>
6: Curious, curious to hear those. Scores. Tell us those. Scores. Just give me a score, just one score. <laughs> yeah. Just let me hear it, please. In Come on, now tell place, us the score with a fantastic
7: ten points. Woo! It's ravery. That's ravery, ravery.
3: That's ravery, baby. That's
1: ravery, baby.
7: Ravery. Only five points, which is half a question or a whole quickfire question, separates the winner and the second place team. Oh. In second place with 45 points, I'm afraid it's a hive mind. Oh! oh.
1: No. It never happens, Deborah! It never happens!
3: It never happens. Who is the winner that winners
7: are congratulations for Listening World! Yes!
3: Two people can beat 70, so well done. It's Felicity It's the
6: magic, Felicity of, Felicity Ward. it's the magic of Felicity Ward. You so know, in America, they say the opposite of congratulations, Felicity Ward, is congratulations
5: pro- <laughs> Felicity
3: Ward. So it's <laughs> bottles of Czech beer to our winners, but we're still sitting on the necks of our losers. And I'll leave you on this thought from India. Feigned laughter ruins the teeth, which I'm assuming is why everyone in our audience is smiling so broadly. Please give it uh. up. Four, Avery Edison and Rose Matafeo. <laughs> Cal Wilson, Sarah Bonetto, Ned Sedgwick in Penn's Corner, Mark Hodge on keyboard, you, the hive mind, I've been Deborah francis wife. Good night! <laughs> Global Pillage, hosted and created by Deborah Francis-White. The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. Music was by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Grundy LaZimbra. The producer for the Spontinator Shop was Tom Selinski. Thanks to Zoe, Sally, and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, visit globalpillage.net.